Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Juvo Hub podcast. My name is Jonathan Saar. Thank you for being here. Juvo Hub is your helping hand in property management education. With me today is Mark Howell, my awesome co-host from Howell Creative Concepts. And we once again have Dave Sayers as we wrap up our series on change management. So we're looking forward to this concluding component of it, Reinforced Change. If you haven't heard the other episodes, be sure to check those out. We've talked about building cohesiveness, connecting the dots, communicating initiatives, and this episode is on Reinforcing Change. Dave, uh, Senior Director of Talent Development at Cortland, thank you again for being on the show. Give us, uh, for those who haven't met you already on the show or heard you already in the show, Give us a little speech about where you're at and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first, Jonathan, Mark, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's, it's been awesome. And I'm looking forward to, as we wrap this one up, to really kind of nail down the pieces of how we reinforce change. Uh, for those who I've never met, I'm happy to meet you. Uh, easy enough. I work at Cortland. We're a multifamily development firm based in Atlanta, Georgia. And I lead our learning and development functions and also change management. Um, with a team of people. So super excited to talk about this session today. Absolutely. Yeah. So reinforce change, you know, so what a great way to conclude it. And you've given us five points to discuss for our audience to think about. So the first one, everything counts in large amounts. What What do you mean by that, Dave? Yeah, I think it's, I wrote that out because I'm a huge Depeche Mode fan and that's part of an old song. Um, and I was listening to it at the yeah. time, but yeah, love it. Love me a little rock. Um, but the one thing I think what's important here is to remember is that even the smallest initiatives that people do not think are important are still initiatives that we need to look at. You know, it's like having change in a jar. You keep adding that change in a jar. Now you've got dollars, right? And all those little changes to maybe they may be small to us, but sometimes they're big for the associates. So don't be afraid of as you think about reinforcement of talking about the little initiatives that people want to do. And it's okay if it's not something big, you know, it's okay to say we looked at it. It's not that, that big of an item, but always take a look at it because you just never know. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I, I also think very, that very good it, it says something about your organization to me. If I were looking at your organization, joining your team, um showcasing the accomplishments that you've been able to to achieve mm -hmm. um whether they like you say be big or small they all lead up to something it also shows me that you're innovative you are not mm -hmm. afraid of changing something that needs to be changed there is nothing worse in my opinion than starting to get excited about becoming a team member to a new organization and then getting there or doing your due diligence on them and finding out that they're antiquated uh, or wow, mm -hmm. you guys are still doing all of these old school things. And let's face it, this younger generation, they want new, they want you to be more forward thinking. And so I love that the small little changes that you could be making, though may not seem grand in their impact are making an impact mm -hmm. on many other people in the organization, whether you know it or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Everything counts. So that takes us into your second point in reinforcing change, Dave, and that's data and analytics. So give us a, a high level on that point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a really nice recap of what we spoke about a lot 
over the last three um, podcasts is that let the data tell the story. You know, yeah, associate feedback, we absolutely want that, but look at the data too and be okay with let the data tell you what's working, what's not working, you know, and then you can help reinforce certain things in the conversations for those that are having trouble to embracing change. And it's like the, we said earlier, you can't manage what you can't measure, right? Mm -hmm. So if you identify those measurements early inside of the initiative as you're looking through the change management program, then you know what, the, what you're looking for and what you're aiming for, which is to me so important. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have, we, to, we I have to make fun of myself a little bit about the data and analytics. So Jonathan and I, we always joke, John, Jonathan is more the technical analytics piece to our show. I don't know what I am to the show, maybe the mouth. Um, but I have learned to embrace the idea of checking those facts and details, the actual reports and analytics um, with teams that I'm working with, even current day, like when you talk about not getting traffic, that's the first thing I bring up now is, well, let's look at your, the details, the analytics, like mm -hmm. what are your sources and what are we not converting? And, you know, let's really find out where the problem is. And so I am a huge believer, Jonathan, you'll be happy to know I'm a huge, I'm getting more on board with your, um, yeah, details, analytics, all that. I yeah. know. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm there, I love man. that you said that, Mark. Is it like it's like is it a lead generation issue? Is it a get them in the door issue, or is that I'm having trouble closing? Yeah. Right. Because some people are really good at on the phone, but when they get face to face, they struggle. So how do we help yep. coach that person to be successful? Absolutely. That's right. And, and those types of things will tell you, you're, you're absolutely right. It could be. And I, I remembered, uh, you just brought this back to my memory. I was asking someone, we were going on a tour and all the numbers added up to all the details, the analytics, the reporting showed me, you guys are getting traffic. So there's something else happening here. And when I took them out individually and I said, mm -hmm. what is it that you think you struggle with? And some people would say like, you know what, I do freeze up a little bit on asking for the money or closing the deal. And um, fascinating mm -hmm. that, yes, it started with me actually looking at the details of the analytics because there in, in its, you know, sort of entirety showed me kind of where I thought the problem was going to be. So, yeah, I'm yeah. a believer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I guess it's that old statement, not one size fits all, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And to your point, Dave, like it, it just, you, we can easily get inundated with data that really isn't relevant. So making sure that that data is relevant mm -hmm. and, and is, can clearly demonstrate to the non-data people and to the people who love data, like we need to make an adjustment. You know, there's something with what we've mm -hmm. just changed, what do we need to now make an adjustment or a change too. And that's where a solid resource of data is going to make that decision just so much easier. So let's take a quick break. We've covered everything counts. We've talked about data and analytics. When we get back from our break, we're going to talk about celebrating and embracing the change. So we'll be right, we'll be right back. What does a team manager actually do? Team management is the foundation of a happy and effective workforce. Effective training can build a solid foundation. Jova Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Introduction to Team Management. Learn more about this course at juvahub.com, your helping hand in property management education. 
All right, welcome back, everyone. So, Dave, I, I love the title of this point. You know, um, at first when we opened this up, it was change. That was a, a you know change management had a, an automatic fear factor to it. But now we're looking at this from a celebration. So, uh, how mm -hmm. is that part of the reinforcement process? Yeah, I think what um, what I think is super important here is we think about change management and we start talking about this piece is to understand from a lot of different feedback that when we actually apply these tools that's been shared in the podcast, you will have probably a 26 to 28% increase on the stickiness of the initiative that you're going to roll out versus not doing it. And now that may not sound like a lot for some people, but when you're rolling out certain initiatives and you want things to work out, that's a big difference. And it's not that if you don't follow these rules or these policies that um, it won't work because not, you know, something, sometimes things just go, but these, these change management philosophies really do make an impact. And the biggest impact that you will make is around your associate, right? For them to embrace that change and find ways to in, and be really comfortable with it, they wanna feel good about it. They wanna feel good at the end of the day that they've done what they need to do to be successful in their job. And that's that sometimes is even more important than a paycheck, you know, to feel really good about what you do and be able to go home and talk about it with your family and the impacts you made or talk about it with your friends or even like being confident and, proudly wearing the company logo on a backpack or, you know, on, on a pin, those things make a difference. And the best way we can do that is when we see them doing the right things, we promote those right things. So we recognize and we celebrate the wins from the challenges that were occurred, right? We can create contests behind it. We can have games behind it. We can give awards. You know, we're talking about for our organization, even doing like a, the biggest initiative award, where it's a group of people that win the award together, not just like the you know, associate of the year, which is great in its own right, but how do we help cultivate those things? So I would challenge everybody to find different ways, according to the initiative, to celebrate the behavioral changes that you want to see, because that's really at the end of the day where people really feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah yeah go for it mark i already chimed on this it chimed in on this earlier if, if again i think this might have been on one of our previous podcasts so whoever missed it uh a little quick recap i i do think that that is the best way to keep change management alive and strong is to create mm -hmm. like you just said um contests brilliant idea um that engage them and again as we all know the younger generations that are filling our workspaces they want to be challenged with that forward thinking kind of um uh change uh challenge and uh rewarding them for it it's it's a win-win because when they're recognized for the even just the idea of it then you will always keep that sort of um faucet flowing, I guess, as to say, um, because they will now know that their ideas are heard and appreciated. 
companies make that fatal mistake of, like you say, poo-pooing people's ideas before we can really mm -hmm. even address, is it is it viable? Is it something that could make a great, a great change for us? Um, because they're too intimidated by the change itself. Uh, and mm -hmm. then what, you're into, what you end up ultimately doing is shutting down those employees pretty much for the long haul. They will very rarely or reluctantly bring up new ideas to your organization because they have that bad taste in their mouth. So uh, right. I like that. That's right. I yeah. love that you said that. So true. And it, no, no celebration can go without singing the cool in the gang song too. I mean, you just, you have to incorporate that. In there. You got <laughs> to sing the song. Someone to That's right. Right. Party all the time. All right. These young kids have no idea what that song is. We just really made us look like three old men up here that we all know. I know. I know. <laughs> they they need to get education they need to that should be part of what you do at Cortland. then is pop culture you know that's going to be part of your initiatives take them all back yeah, okay yeah yeah so i like this next one again even though we're celebrating mm -hmm. there's like the the checks and balances so accountability system mm -hmm. so how does that reinforce uh, change yeah absolutely i think jonathan for this one it's really going to capsulate all the whole section of this really around automated reinforcement and feedback. It's important for us as we're looking at rolling out a change management program, one, to be acceptable to the change to the change management program. Right. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> be, acceptable, be accepting to the changes that you need to make to the change management program. Like we talked about earlier, there's no marriages. Don't be locked into it so much that you can't adjust something that you're trying to roll out because that that's the biggest biggest piece to this and then use technology to help like reinforce some of the things that you may need maybe it's an update to your digital training maybe it's an update to how you onboard people and even your new associate orientation that you share how much you focus on change management or what that looks like for your organization like we spoke about and then most importantly seek feedback. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's Franklin Covey that says something about before you can, un before you can under, you have to, before you can be understood, you must understand. I probably have that totally backwards. <laughs> My Franklin Covey blew a bit off, right? <laughs> um, but it, it really is true. So before you can really say, this is what we're going to do is we've got to look for and accept that feedback to know how we're going to recraft and redo things inside of the organization. And honestly, that's one of the things I love about Portland is that we are constantly looking for and seeking feedback. We don't look at feedback as something that's a negative thing because nobody's, nobody's trying to focus on, you know, giving you negative feedback as an individual. People aren't sitting at their house and, with their devious looks going, <laughs> what kind of feedback can I give to this person? You know, it's like they're doing it for the sake of the organization and really sometimes for the sake of themselves. And so, you know, we always hear that word feedback is a gift. Take yeah. that gift, open it up. You don't even need to respond. All you have simply have to say is thank you for the feedback. That's super helpful. That's right. And that goes a long way. Yeah. I love it. Man, this has just been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's it's so positive. Like just 
these last two items, it's like, I love how you've scripted this in such a positive way. Like, you, again, audit, that's a scary word. Oh, we're going to audit you. No, it's good. It's good because it helps open up where there's gaps. There's little items that can be tightened up. Mm-hmm. And, and overall, the data will demonstrate how well an initiative is, is, is doing because you've done all of the research. You've, you've made course corrections where you need to. And, and now this is just like the final little you know, icing on the cake and making this pretty, you know, the presentation. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. This has just been a, an amazing series of conversations with you, Dave. And, uh, you know, again, grateful for your, your insight, what you've been working with Cortland, what Cortland's doing. Um, major, major asset to, to our community. We thank you very much. Mark, any concluding thoughts on this series, man? What you think? No, I agreed with everything you just said, Dave. I'm I'm very impressed uh, with what you guys are accomplishing. I love your advice. I I wish more of us would take advice like that and and follow through with it. So um, I appreciate your time, your insight, your wisdom. I've thoroughly enjoyed our session uh, talking about change management. So kudos to you for being able to accomplish so much. And I'll, I'll say being ahead of the curve. Um, there is so much that that our industry and, and and many people were forced to to deal with when it comes to change these last few years. But now, kind of moving forward, now we know like you have to be prepared and ready for change at any time. This was a huge wake up call for me and many others. So I love the advice. Thank you. Yeah. Oh no, thank both of you because you're both leaders in this industry that are making a huge impact for the education of all the associates that are involved in multifamily. So I want to thank both of you for doing this because it's super helpful. I've listened to every podcast that has been created through Jovo Hub, and each time I take away something very important. So thank you, guys. <laughs> Good. I thank you. Appreciate that compliment. Uh, well, we're always making changes to Jovo Hub as well because we see where we need to make them. So. <laughs> yes. We appreciate, we appreciate the feedback. So for today's session, reinforce change, topic change management. We've covered everything counts. Look at your data and analytics, celebrate the change, look into, make sure you have accountability and look at feedback, you know, welcome feedback. From a big picture for this series, everyone who's been listening to the show, we have talked about building cohesiveness, connecting the dots, communicating initiatives. Those are in three separate episodes. So make sure if you tuning into the fir- for the first time, you check out those three episodes. They kind of lead into this conclusion of this series on change management. So again, thank you, Dave, for, for being a guest on the show. We look forward to having you in the future. Um, on on future topics. Uh, We know you had a a wealth of experience. We would like to welcome you back anytime. How can people stay in touch with you, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, always happy to help. Um, Easy enough, LinkedIn, um, Dave, D-A-V-E, Sayers, S-A-Y-E-R-S. And um, easy to find, it's under Cortland. So you'll, you'll see that Cortland logo sitting there and I'm the only Dave Sayers with no hair that's all in all of LinkedIn that I've seen. So it should be easy to find though. 
<laughs> but uh, happy to reach, reach out and talk to anybody who would like further insight to what we're doing. Beautiful. Yes. Ladies Perfect. and gentlemen, everyone on the show, please connect with Dave on LinkedIn. Thank you for that. Uh, Mark, how creative concepts, how can people stay in touch with you? Yes, absolutely. So my website is howcreativeconcepts.com. Howell is spelled H-O-W-L, like Howell at the moon. My name, uh, last name on LinkedIn is Mark Howell, which is H-O-W-E-L-L. So either place you can reach me, I'd love to connect. Wonderful. Thank you again, Mark, for being on the show. Been a wonderful series. Thank you to our audience. We couldn't do this without you. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. And again, uh, if you use any of your favorite podcast stations, if you're a first-time listener, to subscribe or follow our show. We are on YouTube, so this is also in video format for those who prefer video. And if you haven't been to our website, juvohub.com, J-U-V-O hub.com, there is an ongoing wealth of resources that we're providing and creating for training and development uh, department. So make sure you are subscribed to our newsletter so you don't miss out on any of those things. Until next time, thank you, everyone. Class dismissed. <laughs>